Welcome to Everybody Wants Something, a Degrassi podcast where two black millennials recap every episode of Degrassi from junior high to next class. Because why not? I'm your host, Sonique. And I'm your other host, Lauren. Let's jump in. We're back. We're back, everyone. We are back for another episode of Everybody Wants Something, where we cover Degrassi, if you didn't know that already. (laughs) We're a Degrassi podcast, if you can't tell by our show art. Degrassi (sighs) podcast by two black millennials. Something, 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 deep dive from this one to this one, because why not? I know. Sometimes I'm I'm Lauren. Sometimes if someone asks me, like, what my podcast is about, I'm, like, I'll just, like, sometimes by accident just, like, run off that spiel. And it's, like, (laughs) this sounds inauthentic, but it's just habit, so. Yeah. How are you doing today? (sighs) I'm, I haven't been feeling well. My cramps have been really bad, and I feel like I have, like, some version of, like, a hay fever or something. My body just is not... (laughs) not treating me well so i don't feel great but otherwise i'm doing okay the weather's warmer today it was really nice this weekend i didn't get to enjoy any of it but I'm it's sorry. okay it's okay but otherwise i'm doing fine um nice. yeah i had a long weekend uh because of a holiday here so that's been nice um at least not have to go to work so but i go back tomorrow Back to the grind. Ugh. Yep. Man. How are you doing, Sonic? That's nice. I'm doing okay. I'm still in Maryland. Um, I am counting on the days because Evan's going to be here soon. Uh-huh. He's going to come through and see this baby Aww. that he's been hearing so much about. <laughs> and then we're going to go to New York. So. Oh, what are you going to do in New York? Um, I'm really just working. Um, I, we're just going. Uh, the idea is that we're trying to move this summer. Oh. Uh, the plan was to go up to the apartments, but the broker we we are working with was like, yeah, it's still a little bit too early. So she's like, you know what? I'll give you homework. You guys can go and like check out some neighborhoods you're interested in. And we're going to meet wow. up with her in person and stuff. I know. So I'm excited. And I'm excited to be back in in the city and and catch up with some old friends yeah where do you think you'll live in new york do you know have an idea of where you'll live uh probably brooklyn which is of a course. very large area but it's what we can afford yeah um maybe queens okay but definitely not manhattan because um who can i'm not a goth- i'm not an xoxo <laughs> gossip girl what do i look like <laughs> That's so exciting. Wow. They girl I'm new. sitting here in a dirty tank top. Exactly. You know, like, I can afford Manhattan. <laughs> it is. It's also really hot in the room that I'm recording in for some reason. I don't know why it's so hot in here. Yeah. This, like, I got home today and I was like, it's hot here. It's, <laughs> the weather's like, I like, it's not hot enough to like turn on the AC yet, but I'm like, I'm uncomfortable. I need, I need some yeah. sort of breeze. <laughs> Well, I'm still at my family's house and they like, they blast the heat in this house. Mm-hmm. And maybe I've just been away. I've been in Chicago too long. They're like, my threshold for cold is just like a lot mm-hmm. higher now that I don't, we don't necessarily put the heat Like today. It's going to be like in the fifties. So we would turn the heat off because I'm like, it's the fifties. It's not cold. Right. But like now that, that heat's going to be on all day. 
I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. Like, yeah, it's going to go up to like 57. The heat is still going to be on in this house. And I'm like, I have a nosebleed. Yeah, that's that's too much dry air for me. Way too much. Yeah, my skin is, is I'm definitely starting to feel the effects and my skin is so dry. Yeah. Ugh, that's the worst. Yes. You know what's not dry? This motherfucking episode. <laughs> this motherfucking episode. That was actually a good transition for once. Yeah. Yes, this episode was so good. I forgot how, I didn't forget. I know this is a good episode. I was watching it. I was like, shit, like this is such a good episode. I know. It's, I forgot. I mean, I do every week, but I always forget like how uh, intense these episodes get and like <laughs> the amount that these kids have to go through. And, like, the adults just, like, being like, huh? What? Like, <laughs> like everyone's fucking clueless. Everyone's clueless. Um, Craig episodes are always great because, uh-huh. as we've said before, Jake Epstein is a very, very good actor. So, like, when Craig's in the scene, Craig's like, hold my guitar, I got this. Like, let's, <laughs> we're going, we're going for it. Yeah, and it- I remember watching this when it came out and being like, Oh my god, like what is going on? Especially after at the end of part one. Oh my god. Because we don't know what's happening. So it's like, yo, what the fuck's going on with Craig? Like, what? Yeah, like, it's very much like, is he going to kill someone? Are we going to have another death on our hands? Like, what's going on? Right. I was like, where are we going with this? Because I was like, I, and once again, they air part one, they have to wait a week uh-huh. and I'm see part two. And I'm like, we end on a cliffhanger of him destroying a hotel room. And I'm like, <laughs> what are we what is happening yeah but um if you're ready i'm ready let's, let's do this we are on season four episodes 11 and 12 voices carry parts one and two in part one ashley's dad's wedding has arrived and she reconciles her relationship with craig by losing her virginity to him afterward ashley is rubbed the wrong way when craig exhibits less than normal behavior meanwhile jt and liberty work together to put on a play in order to raise school spirits Wow. What? And this B-plot this B plot is cute. I was like, I forgot about it. And I was like, oh, this is like kind of cute. I like this. It is cute. Um, I, I'm going to say it right now. I never got the JT and Liberty thing. It always felt like two siblings together. <laughs> really? <laughs> that's, interesting. That's just, it just, it never, it never got cute for me. It always just felt off i don't yeah i couldn't i couldn't get into their to their cuteness um i think what's what's cute to me about them is how they get together more than like them together because i agree i think their their chemistry is not there yeah not not enough for me to like oh like the same way like i actually like i feel like craig and ashley have chemistry i'm like oh i could see this like you know, like the way Paige and Spinner had chemistry. I'm like, yeah, they're like cute. Like I see, I see this as being a real relationship. I see what you mean. I definitely didn't get the sibling, um, <laughs> the sibling read, but now I'm. It's all I'm gonna think about. It's just, it's just giving that. I mean, like even. I mean, sorry, JT. Maybe I just, I just never saw you with someone that you had chemistry with on this show. So every time I'm like, JT is just too goofy for me. Um, <laughs> he's he's not giving um sex kitten you know he's not giving a prowl he's not giving i fuck type energy 
Um, no, he does. He definitely isn't. Unfortunately, not a heartthrob. Yeah. Honestly, I think Toby and Kendra had more chemistry. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's because those anime kids are freaks, though. That's why. <laughs> Listen, they motherfucking are. They be the main ones. Yep. Because those books are dirty. They are. I remember I read. I a friend of mine was into like manga, and I read one. I didn't read it. I just was flipping through it. And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Graphic novels. Okay. It's like, babe, what are you reading? You know, I'm just like reading Judy Bloom. So it's like, it's equally gross. It's equally horny, but it's just not drawn. So I thought I was better than her. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I was like I'm reading literature. Smut is smut. Okay. <laughs> smut is smut. We'll be back after a quick break. But we get our cold open this episode. Um, also, Voices carry has been stuck in my head all day. Like, since yesterday. It's just been like... Every fucking day. Okay, Amy Van. Just, you know, like, let me be like that. Shut up! Shut up! That may be my new KTV song. My new karaoke song. I mean, it's just, it's too long. That's a problem with that song. It sounds great, but it's like five minutes long. I need like a radio edit or something for that. Like, yeah. You know what song I love to do on Kate to Karaoke? Like, I'd love to do, um, is it Spiderwebs? Oh, by, uh, No Doubt? Yeah, but it's so long. Yeah. <laughs> and su- and Sunday Morning is another great one, but oh, yeah. they're both just too long. Yeah. It's a... What if you're like, my go-to is don't speak? <laughs> like, okay, Debbie Downer. <laughs> but like, don't, no, okay, I could see at a certain point, so at a certain point in the night at a karaoke place, the, the like, the really heartbroken songs work. Yeah, if there the are ones you can scream, right. sing to, like, I think don't speak you can do. It's just like how you could do, like, you ought to know. And like, people are going to sing along with you yeah. and love it. Yeah. You know? I feel like where the Debbie Downers come is when they want to do, like, shallow. It's always, like, okay, this, like, I don't know if this is racist, but it's always, like, a Filipino couple that's, like, we're going to do shallow. And they both sing really well <laughs> with, like, the harmonies and stuff. I'm, like, what is this? Um, so that's actually really funny. So um, in China, there's a lot of, like, live music here is, like, any bar has, like, a live music band. That does not mean that they're a good band, but there's always live music being sung at a bar in China. And if it's a good bar, they are always a Filipino band with a front, with a Filipino front runner and they are fucking amazing every time. So yeah, I don't, China does it. And the the Filipino singers they have here are fucking amazing. Right. So I don't, I don't know what's in the water over there, but they're, they're doing something right. Yeah, I mean, like, is that a stereotype? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is it a positive stereotype? Do those exist? I don't know. Right. But I'm just saying it's something I have noticed. It's the same way that, like, most people ask me, um, Lauren, you must be a good singer because I'm a full-figured black woman. <laughs> Do you ask you that? <laughs> All the fucking time. They're like, you can sing. I... And I'm like, no, I can't. And they're like, yeah, you can. 
Come on, Lori. I feel like they've. I feel like they've. They've like listened to Alabama Shakes, and they're like, "Oh, the front lady is like a full figure, light skinned woman." Yeah, pretty Howard. Is that you? No, I'm talking about like every like all my students, every Chinese cover I've ever had like is convinced that I am like a full on like gospel singer. Like I'm the person coming in at the end of the movie to like belt out the one note, and everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, she's so shy. She can sing." They think that's me. <laughs> like like one hundred percent, they're like, but "Come like, on, Lauren, don't be shy. Like you could sing." It's like, no. But so often that is the truth. I know. If only, if I only mean, I, I could, to, I, I could to, hold up I that truth. I've been to a black church so often. <laughs> they and that's the truth. And they're like, "Yeah, so like you could sing, right? You're black. <laughs> you're you have you have fat content to the level that makes you a good singer." <laughs> I'm pretty sure they think it's scientific. I'm, I'm one hundred. I'm sure convinced. someone, someone, someone needs to do like the this like a scientific study of like at what point does like like BMI correlate to like uh-huh. vocal abilities, mm-hmm. if only, right? Because I, I remember. When, okay, this we need to get to the episode, but I remember there were some people who thought that like Adele would be able to sing once she lost weight, and I'm like, exactly. People think her that like fat people voice can sing isn't because she was fat. It's like I think she. Those two things are unrelated. She just like happened to be a good singer and also fat. And that 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 transcends <laughs> transcends culture because that's all that they're given in Western media and like movies and TV. And they're like, okay, so like Lauren can sing then. Got it. <laughs> no, I can't. So I need you to just do this run real quick. Thanks. Um, <laughs> if you could just belt this note, that'd be great. And it's the worst um, <laughs> because they. <laughs> There, there's like if you if if you're feeling shy about something what they'll do is like they'll like they'll do, do like the kind of like slow clap to get you encouraged to do something and it happens every time and then i have to wait for them to stop clapping to be like no i really can't sing <laughs> if i were you i would just sing and like the worst i would like over exaggerate bad singing just to destroy Straight everyone's up. night but I don't know how we got here. Voices carry. We started singing. We saw what karaoke got it. Okay. But here we are. In our cold open, Craig and Ashley are kissing on the school steps because they are back together. Um, he like he like can't get enough of her. He won't stop kissing her. Mm-hmm. Ashley is stressed because her dad is getting married and it's been very like busy. Um, and Craig tells Ashley, I love you. And it's like, oh, okay. Craig is, you know. Which makes me so sad because Ashley has waited for I love you for so long. And she got that I love you. It was during a manic episode. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's tough. It's really tough. Which doesn't, which doesn't mean he doesn't not love her. Like that's, you know, mm-hmm. I think he does. But it's like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's poor Ash. She's like, I mean, I feel like it's. If it, if it's not this exact situation, I feel like everyone's been in that situation where you're like you like finally hear something that someone wants to say, but they're like fucking blackout drunk, or yeah. like they sent the wrong message to you. Like it's yep. <laughs> it's tough. Uh, it's very tough. But like we already established, Ashley is surrounded by love. She'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, Ashley's mom shows up, Mrs. Kerwin, and. He's like, hey, he was scared. He's very super. And she's like, hey, like she, she does not like him. And, you know, honestly, I get it. I get it. You know, can you say she's a meddling mom? Maybe. But it's like, you broke my baby girl's heart. Like, I don't. Yeah, you're dead I'm not to messing me. with you, boy. Yeah, you're dead to me. Like, you are an, uh, public enemy number one. 
And the way that he did it, too, Uh, it's like, you fucked around with some hussy and got her pregnant in front of the whole damn school. You did not get to talk to my daughter ever again. Yeah. And then Ashley was, like, mad depressed after, like... Mm -hmm. I get that. Like, they had her family had to suffer. You know how much, so many morose songs they had to suffer through from her bedroom during that period? Like, her family, like, uh, honestly, they have PTSD. Mm-hmm. It's like, instead of, you know, in those, like, Vietnam movies, they, they hear, like, all along the watchtower, they uh-huh. just hear, like, piano music. Yeah. And Ashley, like, heard of, heard of, heard of, heard Just all, always in a minor key. Like... <laughs> Like, oh, Lord, not Ani for Franco. Um, but yeah, so uh, he's like, okay, I'll call you. And Ash and Ashley's mom's like, don't bother or something. She's like, really? like yeah. She's laying it on thick. Um, but in our first scene, Ashley and Craig are chatting. And Craig is really bothered by what Ashley's mom said. Um, just like, while they're having this conversation, they hear like the worst music I've ever heard. And it's Marco and Spinner because I guess... After Craig left the studio, he just never came back. So yeah. they, which I did not know. I thought like, I was like, why didn't he just go back and finish? But he just never came back. So then they had to record the song and it's Marco on uh, accordion and he's singing and he's not very good. It's terrible. Uh, they're not happy about this. And they like dump all the CD copies at their feet. But <laughs> Ashley's like, I don't care. Like I'm standing by my man. <laughs> Like, this is my man. Yeah, this my. I'm sticking by him. I'm a stick by him. Yeah, she's like Lala Kent. Mm-hmm. Like my man. <laughs> okay, she's like we're gonna make it together. We're gonna be whatever that fucking that because they they're just before the um indie uh couple craze like folk craze that happened like in like ah uh, yes like the mid aughts I feel like mid to late aughts. Mm-hmm. They, they're just, like, right before it. So if they could stick it out till then, they could probably... They're, they're gonna... Yeah. They can make it. Go out to Vancouver. Oh, they kill it. You guys are gonna do... You're gonna kill it, man. With those, with that voice, <laughs> you're gonna do a... she's like, her and her. But no, she has to adopt the... Um, at some point, she's gonna have to adopt the indie oh, pop girl. what... Bananis, avocados. <laughs> she has to like adopt that because like she's not there yet, and she has to like get to that point. Yeah, once she—that's really her. That's really what she's gonna hit her stride. Yeah, once she can do like a, and I love you, or whatever that voice is. Oh my god! I yeah. mean, that was that was an era. I just I was like, I feel like I'm too old for this. <laughs> We're still in that era. Oh god. We're still deep in that era. Like, the voices are still doing Bananis and Avocados. If you don't know what that is, listener, just look. YouTube Bananis and Avocados, and you're going to understand what this voice is, because you've heard this voice. You also, like, if whatever voice you're thinking in your head is probably the right voice. (laughs) Yeah. Because there was always that, because we all fucking knew, because I feel like what Sneak and I probably knew at least five of these people in college that, like, could sing or whatever, but they could do, they could do bananas and avocados. They could like, yeah. that was their, like, like, oh, I don't know. I'm like kind of thinking of moving to Nashville. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you're just doing like, see that it is, it's fine. If like 
you do that voice, when everyone's doing that voice, it becomes a problem. Yeah, we had Lord, and we were good. Like, we're good, you know? Never seen a diamond in the flesh. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, it's literally just the evil boy, boy voice, but for girls. Yeah. Girls with sad, with sad feelings. So, yeah. evil voice. So, literally Ashley incarnate. <laughs> Bananas and avocados. Um, anyway, uh, JT has a bunch of scripts. And it turns out that Liberty has adapted Dracula from the book. Which I'm like, that's quite an undertaking. You know, you know what I thought? Shonda Rhimes. <laughs> no, but that's perfect. I was thinking the um, uh, fucking the girl from Euphoria that rewrote Oklahoma. Well, she didn't rewrite Oklahoma or whatever. She like rewrote her own play about her sister. Yeah, she like wrote her own play. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Lexi. Yeah, yeah, it's giving. It's very much. I mean, Degrassi did it first. We have fucking um, Liberty. Lexi, I mean Euphoria. Euphoria, give credit where credit is due. Manny, Maddie, come on, come on, y'all, y'all trash. These bitches just stealing stuff. Y'all not right. Uh, yeah, she's like full on like adapted a whole a book, which lucky for her, it's in the public domain, so she can do that <laughs> exactly um, and profit off of it. So smart girl. Um, JT and Manny are being very supportive. Uh, uh, we get a gross JT says retardation I'm like oh man it is like 2004 mm-hmm. like well mm-hmm. gross um, but uh, Liberty's kind of nervous cause she's like I don't know if people will like it like if it's gonna go over well but JT is like you're brilliant he's like you're you're just like a genius like you're gonna you're gonna knock it out of the park and um, I wish we had seen them be nice to each other before cause I'm like all of a sudden JT's just like you're brilliant yeah it's good giving... i mean i guess they did hot tubs together but like i think but they all did it together so it's like okay sure yeah i think another thing about this storyline is that it just kind of came out of nowhere and it's like so when yeah. are people starting to be nice to liberty <laughs> i'm sorry yeah where is this coming I, from but you know we haven't really seen liberty on her own in a while though yeah so maybe she's toned it down a little bit, which, you know, she's got, oh, she's getting older. You know, she's not Liberty trying to rally the troops in a game of indoor hockey. <laughs> yeah. With like a, with a cape on. Yeah. You know? It was kind of, I don't know. I kind of thought that was weird. I remember noticing in the second episode that like all of a the sudden they made this shift to like kind of meek and mellow Liberty. Like, like her... I don't know. The edit they started giving her, her kind of like tone changed. And it was just a kind of like, and we didn't see her very much either, which made it feel more drastic as well. It just, that makes sense. It just felt like a yeah. drastic change all of a sudden. Cause up until this point, Liberty has like, Liberty has never shown insecure. Well, she has shown insecurity. Like I know with her dyscalculia, but we've never seen her be that. like, not confident in her abilities yeah. to do something like aside from math. Like we've seen her like, she's overconfident actually but yeah. like yeah but you know what? they had to make her sympathetic in order to make a like a love uh-huh. interest thing happen she has to be likable because like if they if they were still like you know firing on on all cylinders of like old liberty we wouldn't be rooting for her and jt 
Nope. And, and she annoying as fuck. The only one that, that was that was a fan of Bold Liberty was the fucking Black King. They they broke up the black love of fucking Towers and Liberty. And then now she's like all like, oh, insecure. And then J- JT has to come and help her. Good point. I'm I, sorry. Towers I'm, I'm like- a Liberty JT hater. They, wel- welcome to the pod. <laughs> Wow, you heard it here first, folks. Um, I think they're mostly harmless. I think they're kind of cute, but like, they're cute. I think I like the idea of them more than like the reality, because honestly, yeah. they're not that great together Yeah, in terms of chemistry. But, you know, it's, it's where we are right now. Um, Ashley and Craig are like, I aming in class. Um, she's nervous about the wedding. He goes over and shows her that he's written like a bunch of songs. He's been up all night. He's like, he definitely is like giving, uh, at least if you don't know what the storyline is trying Mm. to do, he seems very hyper and just kind of like all over the place. Very passionate about these songs. He's like, he's making his eyes. He's not blinking. Mm -hmm. It's kind of scary. Snake tries to tell him to be quiet and Craig's just like ignoring him. And eventually he just like has an outburst and like, you know, watch my butt as I leave or something. He like walks out. There is something so like... I don't know. There's something terrifying about a good kid that all of a sudden like rebels in class. That's terrifying. Yeah. It's always like, what's going on? Especially like, if, you, if you like knew you're like, isn't snake like your godfather or some shit? Like, <laughs> like you're talking to uh, him hey, that uh, way. Oh, I damn the family's falling apart. <laughs> it's not good. It's not. Um, but he like, he like walks out. Um, Ashley catches up to Craig later and she's like, what was that about? Like, calm down. Like, why are you freaking out? And he's like, everyone's trying to separate us. He's like, I want you to convince your mom that our relationship is good. And like, you know, and that we're good and that everything's good. And he's just like really hell bent on this. Like, it's me and Ashley against the world. Like, we have to like, everyone has to be on board with our relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in rehearsal. And I love, I love when actors and shows have to act like they're on a play because they do like bad acting which is fun yeah and i'm like wow you guys are so talented it's mm-hmm. very meta um miss kwan loves it because you know miss kwan is very supportive of the drama of the drama yes. club so she's like this is wonderful like she's <laughs> she's already like we're gonna get a tony for sure oh yeah she's very excited <laughs> um and everyone's like liberty that was amazing like even alex is like that was cool like alex is like a theater right? kid. i love it <laughs> liberty brings the brings so, the girls together okay how do we not know Alex was gay this whole time? <laughs> Come on now. Like, uh, it's this this combination. It's unbelievable. And she's like, oh, this is cool. She's like, yeah, vampires. Um, but Radich does not like this play. He's like, there's beheadings. He's like, it's very violent. Like, considering we just had like a shooting, I don't think it's appropriate for ha- for us to just show like a violent show. And you know what? I, I I'm not on Radich's side. But I get the mentality. I that's when I would be like, why don't we do Oklahoma? Because <laughs> yeah, it's wholesome, and everyone loves a uh, uh, Rogers and Hammerstein play. Yeah. Nothing bad ever happens in those. Yeah, and it's also- very unchallenging theater. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm the same way. Where I'm like, I definitely don't agree with Radich, but like, it's instead of him being like talking it's giving it's it, he disagrees but then all of a sudden he's like ah oh, i'm an older person i know what you need like this isn't good for you like i'm not gonna listen to your like your valid feelings and 
uh, try and understand yeah. what you need in this situation. Very much like, ah, kids, they keep on telling us that they want gun laws, but they don't need that. They need this. Get away. <laughs> get, get those gun violence video games out of those houses. They need, yeah, they need a structure. Yeah, let's not change the gun family. laws. Let's just make sure they don't have plays. Yeah. <laughs> make sure they don't have extracurricular activities that actually keep them off the street. Cut the art programs. That's what we need to do. <laughs> <laughs> you know what causes gun violence? Theater kids. Exactly. They're the, they're the problem. <laughs> well, Rick was a theater kid, though. Cut the art programs. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> he was the most passionate. I, I know. <laughs> I kid, I kid. Um, they really could have used Rick in tech. Come on, they... <laughs> that black T-shirt. That has... Dirty. I'm Dirty. sorry. Um, but yeah, as like an adult, I'm like, I, I get, I get. You know, I wouldn't have suggested a propaganda play about Degrassi. Let's make a play about Degrassi, showing what the great things happen here. I'm like, or they could just do another. Play. Like, I, I know they can't do it because it's like copyright but I'm like yeah. or they could just done like another musical or something like you could have like hey let's do grease like yeah. you know like you know can i get where the kids were like hey can we do chicago i'm like no there's a sh- there's a shooting in that let's not do yeah. that right now <laughs> let's let's get some some drug use let's do hair let's do is rent out by out is rent out oh yeah rent's month? rent's been out for a while now yeah let's do rent okay but you know even though Reddit definitely has been in a few community um, uh, put-ons of the musical Rent, he does not publicly support that. It's in his... Oh, he's also done hair. He's done hair yeah. because um, they get naked in uh-huh. that. And he's like, and he loves that. He's like, yeah, I'm going to stand naked <laughs> yep. in front of this whole audience. He's he's an exhibitionist for sure. Or they could do like Equus, that, um, that play that Daniel Radcliffe was in, and he got naked on stage. Oh. Oh, Daniel yeah, that's Radcliffe. why he was still doing Harry. Yeah, that's why he was still doing Harry Potter. So I remember it being like a big deal because it was like, but it was like controversial. It was like, oh my god, like he plays Harry Potter, but he's gonna be in this weird like, like, uh, like bestiality. <laughs> Listen, okay. Don't don't think too hard, okay. Don't think too hard yeah. about about it. Just just let the art speak yeah. for itself. Just right. Daniel Radcliffe has been telling us for years. He's like, I just want to do anything. Mm-hmm. I just want to do whatever, and it's like. I can see that. Um, so um, Jimmy is in the hospital. He's doing some like PT. Craig walks in and all he wants to talk about is Ashley. He's like, I need you to help me out, like to try to make things work. Jimmy's a little bit frustrated and Craig's like, oh man, I'm sorry. I'm just talking to myself. And Jimmy's like, actually, I prefer it because whenever people come through, they always want to talk about my, con- my condition or just act like it's not happening. Mm-hmm. So I actually kind of like hearing about anything else. But Jimmy's like, listen, you just need to communicate with Ashley Tell her, you know, get her alone and just, like, talk to her and tell her how you feel. Oh. And Craig has an idea. He's like, alone, vacancy, hotel. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, um, you improv actor. Right. Doing some, like, word association. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he jumped He jumped to that conclusion real quick. Also, like, Jimmy should be like, she's my ex, too. I know how she works. I know. He's like, get, get just get her someplace where she can set her keyboard up. She'll be good. She'll love it. Just fake, fake, <laughs> fake. Listen for a while. She'll do anything. Yeah, he's like, she'll do anything. You get a hand job out of that. <laughs> um, 
at Joey's, they're like, they, oh, it had been mentioned that they've been like painting because, you know, like he bought the house or Caitlin bought the house. So now they're like kind of, you know, trying to give this house a little, like a little shush. Yeah. So they're eating pizza and they're painting. Um, Craig comes through and he asks, asks Joey if he can borrow his credit card. And I'm like, doesn't like Joey not have money? Oh, fuck. I totally forgot about that in that part of this story that, yeah, he doesn't have money. He's broke as hell. And yeah, is he broke? Like, or is it, or was it just hinging on the house? Like, because if, if Caleb bought the house, then like, okay, he doesn't have a mortgage to pay anymore, I guess. But like, but I think it's more like he was in order to, the business isn't doing well. So I think he just is really short. He's like, he's broke and now he won't lose the house. He's still broke. You know? Yeah, I'm like, did you okay, did you suddenly start selling cards, Veggie? Like, yeah. what's going on? Oh fuck. Uh, I totally forgot but, about that. Man, Craig is like, oof, that's even worse. And also Craig got a bunch of money from his dad. So I'm like, you have money, or did you give it all to Joey for him to sink in his business? Like, what's <laughs> going question. on? What I need to see the books. I need to see what the financial situation of this family yeah. is, because I have concerns. Like Angie <laughs> Angie is in dire straits right now. The adults around you do not know what they're doing. Um, But Joey's like, no, like, I'm not giving you my credit card. And also, you skip class. So, like, don't do that. Um, But Joey sees Joey, I mean, Craig sees Joey's wallet and he just helps himself. And it's a Janelle moment. Oh my God, you're so right. You stole my credit cards. (laughs) It's very much a Janelle moment. (sighs) I mean, I'm going to Jersey. I'm going to get some sushi with my friends. Listen, it's on me. I'm trying to live my best life, ma. <laughs> yeah. Man. Uh, but they're setting up the wedding at the wedding venue. And there's this woman named Sally who I guess is Ashley's new aunt. So she's Ashley's dad's fiance's sister. She's like young. Yeah. She's like, she's like, and her whole thing's like, I'm the auntie. But she's like, I don't know how old she's supposed to be. <sighs> like, is she supposed to be like a teenager? Because she's really dumb. And she. she- uh, I mean, like, this is, like, peak time, like, sweet life, like, ditzy girl, like, I'm, huh, like, breathy, like, nasally voice on purpose, and it's, and then, but, like, is willing to, like, throw herself at anyone, she's, like, the biggest slut you'll ever know, like, trope, and yeah, it's- Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, who is this? And her name's Sally. <laughs> she's- Like, how you gonna be a hoe named Sally? Come on now. And she, like, has, like- like she, she obviously like took the time to like straighten her hair. Like she is like she is she has volume, but it's not. It's from curls that have been straightened. She's like has like a really deep tan. She's hitting on Craig. Like she, she's she's a slutty cousin at the wedding. I guess she she'll do anyone. Auntie. Yeah, it's like really weird. I don't get I don't get what this is about. But like she's like flirting, and Craig is like, "No, I made a mistake with Ashley. I won't do that again." And then Ashley overhears this. And I'm like, was that a test? Like, I don't, did, did Sally know who that was? I I was very confused. Like, what is happening? Yeah, because he also. And why is she like an aunt? I don't get why. Like, what's. Yeah, her, her place in the, she must have some, like, she must be friends of, she, she must be fucking one of the writers or producers or something. And they got her apart. But or like she's somebody's cousin. I was like, I don't understand what this woman has to do with anything. But this is when Craig was like. I'm not going to ruin this again. I love Ashley. Right? Yeah. And Ashley's like, yeah. And Ashley's like, <laughs> but um, Craig is like, I have some place. I have something to show you. 
and like um and the mom is like um ashley I t- <laughs> she's like really through the most she's like um there's no room for an uninvited guest and i'm like okay miss curran like i get it but like you need to <laughs> chill a little bit at least like yeah, oh my down. god just a smidge um but they go to the hotel and it's kind of shitty but when you're a teenager it's like oh my god a hotel I'm like this so is romantic I'm like, this hotel has carpet. <laughs> like, don't even get in there with the black light. You don't want to know. I know. Um, I don't know why I'm trying to act all bougie. Like, I'm, like, going to, like, nice, like, luxury hotels all the time. Like, I love a Marriott. I love a Holiday Inn Express. Uh-huh. Um, so she's like, um, but Ash is like, oh, you got two beds. Like, we just need one. And Craig is like, good. Because I brought all these condoms. <laughs> The classic, like, oh, I'm polite, like, you know, like, I'm not gonna put it out there first, but, like, I'm fully, fully prepared, and also I got a hotel room, so it's implied. I also hate that trope of, like, oh, they had a whole sleeve of condoms, like, you're not using all of those. Bruh, you gotta break at least two, try you're to not, put it on. I'm like, ew, like, you're not using, we know Craig doesn't know how to use one, so it's like, <laughs> you need to bring a food practice. Come on. And then, like, that's about all you have, like, you're not like bringing a whole sleeve of condoms um but at least he learned his lesson he's like i'm not making that mistake again yeah um i'm like hey can you not bring up the fact he cheated on me or oh, sex thing. come on um, so <laughs> he tells her that she lo- he loves her again and they do it and afterwards they're getting dressed and he's like trying to find a movie but she's crying because oh boys are like this and girls are like this um <laughs> girls what is it it's like girls are from venus boys are from mars yeah it's like girls are emotional (laughs) she had sex she's emotional did you cry after your first time no me neither i was he cried after but he cried so you know (laughs) no i did it didn't happen i think both of us were like i was 21 how old were you you were a little bit younger i think i was 18 yeah so like i mean like we were we were mature. We we had our our wits around us, and I don't know. I think I more so was just like, was it that was still my peak? Like, oh my gosh, I'm sinning against God, <laughs> but I didn't cry. Yeah, I was just kind of like, okay, yeah, cool. Like it was like not, and I just like went to sleep. Um, so yep. um. But she's crying. But also Ashley crying after that is, like, so on brand. Like, of course she'd cry. She's like, oh, God, I have so much material now. She's like, I'm going to go home and write White Houses. Oh, you fucking know she would. <laughs> or she's going to, like, go home and listen to White Houses by Vanessa Carlton. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but Ashley has to leave. She has to go to my dad's. And he, like, really wants her to stay. And then she's like, you know what? Forget it. Like, yeah, you're coming. Like, I love you. We just did this. Like, you're coming. So, um... Manny meets up with Liberty and JT at the dot, um, and they decide if they're going to go through with this musical, so they're trying to pitch this kind of, like, corny musical to Manny, and Manny's like, I'm, like, it's not for me. Like, I'm an actress, okay? I'm a thespian. I'm not going to do this corny-ass play. Um, JT's upset, and he's like, you know what? I quit, actually. And he leaves. And Manny's like, okay, you need to go to him. Like, you guys go sit in the hot tub. Like, get the juices flowing. Brainstorm some new ideas and come back to me. Because, like, if I'm going to be in your play with my long, shiny, dark hair. Right. It looks really nice. <laughs> my long, shiny, dark hair with my with my Disney princess hair. 
you got to bring me a better role. I want a meaty role, okay? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm acting like Manny's like, it's the studio system. And she's like, huh, MGM won't give me a meaty role. <laughs> I'm what you... I'm box office poison. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, I'm an offer only type of girl, okay? So yeah, she's like, I make this worth my while. Exactly. Like, I need something. I'm trying to get my first nom. Okay, mm-hmm. so I need you to bring it. <laughs> um, Ashley and Craig go to the bachelor party? Question mark. And it's at a gay club. And it, um, it looked, at first I thought that was a bachelor party, and then I was like, "Wait, is this is this like is a rehearsal dinner?" dinner? <laughs> it's <laughs> this. This family is way too messy, and it, and this is an entanglement family. Okay, this is yeah. an entanglement family. It's a lot. I was like. I don't know what kind of party this is. Um, I may go off. I mean, it looks like fun. Yeah. Um, Ashley wants to talk to her mom. Or Ashley's mom wants to talk to Ashley alone. Craig, get the fuck out of here. So um, I, lo- I love that Ashley's mom is planning the wedding. I'm just like, wow. Like, you guys are really, like, also- a modern family. She's like, yeah. I'm like, my, my, my husband is gay. He left me for a man. And now I'm, like... Wedding their wedding. Where's Toby's dad? I love that. Like, where's the love of her life that she's so dedicated into this? Because I'm like, girl, are you happy? I'm assuming he's around. I'm, I, I, I don't think anything anymore. bad happened. I'm, I'm just going to assume that he's like somewhere because Toby's there. We just don't see him anymore. Ugh. Maybe he has like a very busy job. Maybe. Um, but uh, Ashley's point of view, Ashley's mom's point of view, is very understandable. She's like, listen, like. You know, you, you know, he did that to you. He broke your heart. And then, like, we had to pick up the pieces. You're just now getting back together. And now you're just, like, back with him. And, you know, she's worried. She cares about her daughter. But Ashley's like, listen, I want my man. My man is who I want to be with. <laughs> uh, Toby's being thirsty with the aunt. And then, like, they're all slow dancing. And they're being all romantic. And Craig is very into the relationship. And all of a sudden, the techno house music starts again. And he's like, you know what? I got to go. I'll be right back. I have to do something. You know, he's like really just like all over the place. So he like, yeah. runs out. Um, He goes home and he finds a shoebox with a small envelope in it. And he also gets a really ugly brown suit. And Craig is like, I am going to the party and I've got something to do. And the family is kind of like, what's going on? Like he's very clearly he's acting very erratic mm-hmm. and just kind of like he's not something's not going well for Craig. And he runs out again. Um, but he gets to the club and he gets out on one knee and proposes to Ashley with his mother's ring. And somehow no one notices this happening. They're 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 all on A, B, C, D, E. <laughs> <laughs> they are all rolling at this party. Yeah, they're rolling. They're also all on L M N O Poppers. <laughs> Listen, they're getting yeah, everyone's like, down tonight. <laughs> H-I-J-K. Special ketamine. <laughs> yeah, they're like, there's a lot happening. <laughs> Somehow no one sees this um, transpiring. But Ash is like, absolutely not. Like, no, yeah. we're not doing this. Like, we're not getting married. Um, he gets very aggressive with her and she like, you know, is kind of gets away from him. And the music, I like the song they're playing. I don't know what it's called, but it was like, it was, like, it was kind of like a cool, like kind of dark, like trip hoppy type of. Yeah. Mm. 
kind of feel. Uh, we're at Liberty's and they're chilling in the hot tub. <laughs> chilling in the hot tub? How do you do that? Um, they're doing that and they're like spitballing lyrics for this play. And this is, okay, this is where I think they're cute. Because like, I kind of like that they're just like a theater nerd couple. And I'm like, that's like kind of cute. Like they're yeah. like, you know, it's they're, they're being creative and being funny. Um, they even have their own handshake. It's, it's very sweet. Hmm. But their plan is like, Oh, like let's kind of make like this parody song to Radich that like will piss him off, right? So, the the ideas you have when you're with your friends, like, oh yeah, it's this bad thing, and then you never do it. Yeah, 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 because you're scared. Very much like, so. Oh, yeah, would it be cool if we did this and nothing happens? Mm-hmm. Um, so okay, Ashley is talking to Aunt Sally about how Craig proposed, and this is why I like how old is she and how dumb is she? Yeah, because she's like, she's like, oh, yeah, Craig proposed to me, and she's like. Um, did you say yes? Like, she's like, she's like, why? But I thought you loved him. I'm like, they're 16. Like, do you know how, like, what? Yeah, she she's not all there. Because she definitely is older than Ashley. Yeah. Maybe early 20s. It's bizarre. I mean, she's like, I thought you loved him. So go to him and tell him. I'm like, what that is, is wrong with this woman? <laughs> um... Like, yeah, she's like, why did you not say yes to your high school boyfriend proposing to you? <laughs> um, but Ashley's like, oh, my God, you're right. Why didn't I? And she runs out and she's like trying to call Craig. And this is when the final scene we get in this freaking episode is like the phone's ringing. We're in the hotel room and Craig is just going batshit and busting that room up. And I remember watching this and being like, oh, my God. Like, he like. He is turning the TV over. He's breaking stuff. He's, like, really full on, like, having, like, a huge tantrum. Yeah. And it was quite scary. Yeah, terrifying. Um, Yeah. Because it's not the trashing the hotel room because it's after our show and we're a band. It's Teenage Craig by himself. By himself. Angry. Mm -hmm. And we know that Craig's dad had anger issues yeah. so it's just kind of like whoa, whoa, whoa what's going on yeah not not good but you... that's the end of part one okay are you ready for part two yes okay. and that synopsis ashley realizes that craig's mood swings are more than what she thought they would be as he spirals i'm sorry pause like that thought they would be <laughs> as he spirals into a deep depression and starts to display destructive behavior Meanwhile, after laying themselves in detention, Liberty and JT share a moment that brings them closer together. Oh, shoot. Okay. So, we get our cult open, and uh, Craig is at the hotel, and he's kind of just, like, sitting there at the desk. We see all the kind of room in shambles, and um, this is when we see that the phone is ringing. And he picks up, it's it's the next day also, it's like not, it's several hours later since when he trashed it. So uh-huh. he picks up the phone and it's Ash and he's calling to check up on him because um, she's been calling all night. And he is very much like, oh, like, you know, you don't, you said no to me. Like, why do you even care? You know, I, hadn't, I haven't slept at all. So we're kind of getting a recurring theme of like, um, Craig not sleeping. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And this is when Ash says, you know, I said no for right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no. 
Uh, that's that's not what you're supposed to say, Ash. No, no, no. Um, and yeah, because then like, mm-hmm. okay, so then you mean like next month? Like, what does that mean? Yeah, and they still don't really communicate like when, but she's like, well, no, right now. But like, so he's like, so uh, she's like, you know, come someday, and so. He's like, so that's a yes. And then we realized that the two of them were now engaged at 16. <laughs> Lovely. Love to see it. You know who it, it's giving very much Mackenzie McKee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nothing's going to go wrong there. No, not at all. Um, <laughs> so we get at the dot and Craig is there and he's sh- vigorously shaking his leg underneath the table waiting for Marco who just arrives and Marco's pissed off because Craig had been calling him like excessively and finally Marco just gave in to see what he needed and he's like listen I need your help I need to impress Ash's parents I need to go shopping for a suit <laughs> You are the queer eye for my straight eye, okay? <laughs> the straight eye, and which is, I mean, we we had as a, our as our resident gay. Uh-huh. I need you to get me a suit, please. And we're doing a fun montage, and you're gonna be great. Exactly, you're gonna love it. I've got I've got my poor stepfather's credit card. He's about to lose his business, but it's gonna be fine. Let's go shopping. And she needs braces, but you know <laughs> she'll survive. Who, who cares? She's had to be. She's not gonna be an actress or anything. Who cares? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> um, but yes, we get this really, you know, shopping montage, and they finally find the suit, and Dylan shows up, and this is when Craig wants to show his support for the quote-unquote you gays, and he's yes. very <laughs> excited that not only can Ash's uh, Ashley's dad get married to the love of his life, but now Dylan and Marco can. Um congrats <laughs> and they're just yeah, super uncomfortable obviously very awkward but craig is an ally <laughs> he's an ally he he just supports all the quote-unquote gays oh yeah hopefully i'm sorry guys um i'm in the suburbs and someone is mowing their lawn no wait no that's a plane also suburbs yeah so hopefully that goes past soon. So apologies um, for the background noise. But we get to the drama club meeting and it's with JT and Liberty. They're kind of talking about, you know, what's going to go down. We you know the plan for what they're going to be doing with the club and then the Radich. But they explain their plan of what they want to do to kind of like, uh, you know, uh, bomb this. <laughs> what, do you, what do you call it? The first week of something on Broadway? Where it's like, it's not for real ticket sales yet. It's like... Yeah, it's like their previews. Yeah, it's in... (laughs) They're in previews um, for this new musical. And they're like, okay, so this is what we're going to do. But we're going to do it so that Radish realizes how dumb this idea is. Um, Because they haven't told them yet that they have to do the musical. But these people are very... They are... Thespians. (laughs) Thes... Peans. Thespians with a P. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was to remember. Thespians. Okay. Yes. I thought it was just like a soft B, like a thespian, but it's a it's a P. Like thespian, yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh-huh. 
I'm learning so much. Um, I just want to be an ally for the thespians, okay? I just, I just really want that for myself. This podcast is about learning. <laughs> we should get like a Mark a MacArthur grant or something. Um, but the uh, drama club is not having it. They're like, listen, we are artists and we are method. And this is not, if we're walking out on stage, okay, we got to do it right. And this is not what we're up to. And also we don't want to get expelled because they're too. like, these lyrics are inflammatory to Radish. We're not about to like do this. Even Alex, Alex, who is a rebel without a cause is like, oh. I'm not getting expelled for play. Maybe for something different. <laughs> exactly. For play, not. Nah. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but they're like, listen, we're not doing this. So they leave and JT and Liberty are by themselves that it's just going to be the two of them in front of Radich. So we get to the hotel and Craig walks into the elevator with all his new clothes and suits. And he is in the elevator with a stranger and he's being very, very talkative. Um, and, uh, just telling his life story what's next and showing the suit off to the stranger in the elevator who's not saying anything in return um and uh he realizes it's his floor so he gets off the elevator and this is when he sees that the hotel staff is assessing all the damages um with uh the room that craig caused and luckily not luckily but craig craig sees this and basically is like oh wrong floor (laughs) not mine (laughs) and like sneaks Uh out without being seen um and so he decides instead to go back to the hospital to visit with jimmy um and (laughs) poor jimmy he's he's like the one person that's out here treating me like a normal person is is craig with all the shit that he's got going on (laughs) i know and like poor jimmy's a captive audience he's like he literally can't like walk away from this conversation he has to just like sit there and be like yeah it's just a hat things are just happening to him Uh (laughs) uh-huh um but craig comes in he has a big announcement and he announces that he's engaged to jimmy's ex ashley kerwin and uh jimmy is rightfully concerned (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, like, very concerned. Um, sir, you are 16. Um, what's going on? And he's kind of like asking these questions and Craig is very unfazed. He's just like, kind of like, you know, he's getting dressed. He's doing all these things kind of like in a rush. And uh-huh. uh, Jimmy's like, are you drunk? Are you high? Like, and I was like, oh, they're acknowledging that people do drugs and drink. Okay. <laughs> I know, finally. But also, like, yeah, I would, I would definitely, if I didn't know what Craig was dealing with, I would think, like, are you on, yeah. like, meth? Like, because like, he's very, just, like, super hyper and, and just, super like... Super out of character. And just, like, super out of character. We've never... Craig is usually pretty chill. Yeah. So it's, like, he's doing, like, a lot. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, and this is kind of what kind of snaps Craig out of his kind of like la da 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 da, just getting ready for my my girl my my fiance's what wedding, um, and but so Craig kind of gets upset that Jimmy's not happy for him, um, mm-hmm. and is not like basically at his level of bliss. So, we- Jimmy's like, I'm sorry, but um, I was shot. I have perspective bruh 
There's something <laughs> about almost dying that really makes you think about mm-hmm. life. It just mm-hmm. kind of it kind of it kind of matures you. Just, I wish I had matured this way. I, I wish my maturing was like, oh, I got to go and spend a summer in Amsterdam by myself, but nope, got shot. So now I just I just have a lot of perspective these days. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very wise. Exactly. Um. So we get to the wedding, the wedding ceremony, and um, it's uh, with uh, Ash's dad and his now husband being matrimony. <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> that okay. I'm sorry. Okay, so like the woman who marries them mm-hmm. keeps saying love. <laughs> it's obnoxious. This is a union of love. <laughs> She just love like 30 times in a very short period of time. I thought it was very funny. Yeah. And she's very like awkward and I, I didn't like it. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so uh, Ash is like, she's feeling the love. She's like, oh my gosh, this is so romantic. I had the love of my life. I lost my virginity. I'm going to get married. Everything's good. So she decides that she's going to mouth, I love you, to Craig, who's sitting in the in the audience and um, Ash's mom like kind of sees it, but she's not upset. She's just kind of like, okay, all right. So this is something real. Um, yeah. But also it's like they're teenagers. So it's like, of course yeah. they're like being released. They're at a wedding and being very sappy and somehow making about themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is for us. She's talking about us. Yeah. We're in love. This is us. <laughs> um. We're at Joey's house and he can't find his card. He's trying to pay for the Chinese takeout and he's he knows that Craig had something to do with and it. I'm sorry, this is why y'all got no money. Y'all keep ordering pizza and, and Chinese. Oh, you better make a meal. Well they're you gotta buy some groceries. You you they're the kitchen's being candid. They probably like you know, like when you're like doing that stuff, you don't you have access to your kitchen. Oh yeah, that's true. But also you should have thought of that before. Fair enough. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> um, again, Joey was like, you know, Caitlin bought the house. We should be okay for a while. If need be, I have my credit card. What could go wrong? He's like, I'm just like DoorDash a couple times yeah, a week. He's like, he's like, you know what? We're going to treat ourselves this week. We've been working hard in this house. I have my credit card. Like, I'll I'll be able to pay it off, like, by the end of the month. It'll be fine. <sighs> Little did he know. Yeah, and he's fucking pissed, and he's basically just like thinking, "Oh, it's just normal teen rebellion," you know. He's you know, just wait till he gets home, kind of thing. He's gonna be really in yeah. trouble. But Snake is like, "Hey," <laughs> I feel like he's giving me, "Hey, I'm gonna turn my chair around. I'm gonna sit down backwards and have a talk with you, Joey." He's like, "Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, buddy." Like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, you know, I'm concerned about. Craig, you know, like his dad, you know, he wasn't really all right. He had a lot of kind of like emotional back and forth issues. Um, and I just think that Craig has something, there's something more to Craig than just teen stuff. It's not just the normal kind of teen rebellion mentality. I think it's something more like he's, it's, it's becoming excessive. Um, uh-huh. And Joey's kind of like, uh, I don't know, I don't know. But this is when he gets a phone call from the hotel that he needs to pay for all the damages done to the hotel room that he did not know that he got with his credit card. Yeah. This is reason number 551 
um, that I can't have kids. Like, there's like moments where I'm like, oh, do I want a kid? And then I'm like, this could happen. This could happen. (laughs) I mean, yeah, your kid can totally just like steal your credit card and like destroy your life. Like fucking ruin your credit and like buy all that like shit on like their video games. Yeah, I always see like stuff on like YouTube where like kids (sighs) have bought like $3,000 worth of like, I don't know, Roblox or some bullshit. Right. Ugh. Yeah, kids are kind of a menace. Yeah. I just want a perfect kid like I was. <laughs> I, just, I just want one like me, and I want a guarantee, and that's not a guarantee. And I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. Nope. It's always a gamble when you have kids. You never know. I know. Um, okay, so we get to the reception, and Ash's mom, Ashley's mom, sorry, when I write notes, I wrote Ash, because they also refer to her that, but when I say her name out loud, it sounds weird saying Ash. Ash. Ash's mom. <laughs> um, Ash's mom is giving a toast because I'm pretty sure she thinks that this is also her wedding in some ways, her family's wedding. Listen, she's like, I, she's like, I planned it. I think, I think Ashley's mom definitely has like martyr, uh-huh. like vibes. Like it's just like, ugh, I sacrificed. You know, me and me and um, Ashley's dad had a, a lovely, beautiful love. But then when I recognized that he actually was a gay man, which is not what happened, but yeah. she's like, this is what happened. Yeah. I, I set him free uh-huh. and he found someone who is beautiful, who is younger and more beautiful. And, and yes. I planned their wedding because I'm just so nice and I'm just so evolved. Yeah. It's like, no, I don't know why I'm trying to make her sound like a bitch. She actually is quite sweet that she like, they, yeah. are, like, they have a kind of relationship. But it's also like, it's, it's a lot. it's 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 a lot like that's great that like my like you're like you think about like okay i'm dating someone this is their second marriage like we're gonna get married like if any any scenario right like like yes like like uh ash's dad is now getting married to a man because he's come out as gay and like this this is um his partner that he wants to have in life instead of ash's mom but it's like even whatever scenario it is I don't care how close you are with your ex-wife in whatever scenario that was, but like, you don't need to be this involved. You know, it's a lot. Fair. Fair. Cause it's not even like, Oh, I think he's going to leave me no. for her. Cause it's like, it's established. She's gay. Like, I don't think yeah. she's going to go back to Ashley's mom. It's just too but invasive. It's kinda like, it's a lot. Yeah. It's like, um, like, I mean, obviously I would like, if we're cool, I'm like, yeah, you could be at the wedding. Like, mm-hmm. of course you could be a part of it, but like, you planned the whole thing too. Because <laughs> also, I remember Ash was like complaining about how busy she was that she's constantly having to help her mom with all this planning stuff. It's like, what the heck? This is too much. Yeah, I, I love the narrative of like Ashley's mom is just like so obsessed with like saving space that she's like doing this whole thing, like really trying her best to like prove like I'm okay with all of this. I'm okay with this. Yeah, I'm planning the wedding. You know, I, I love this. I feel like Ash's mom gives me like, um, what's is it meredith what's um the sex in the city miranda she gives me miranda vibes i can see it like where it's like i ugly haircuts (laughs) ugly haircuts Mm -hmm. and then like something's going out of the way that i want it so i'm gonna like hyper um what do you call mike almost like my she's a micromanager of like situations that she doesn't necessarily need to be a part of oh yeah I can see that. Mm-hmm. Season two, and that 
And just like that, Miranda actually becomes um, uh, what um, Steve um, falls in love with um, a man. Yeah, I feel like he 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 would fall in love with a man, and then Miranda's like, "Oh, okay. Well, I left you, but I guess now that you fell in love, um, I guess I I could be involved. Like I could help you get through this, and like I'll help you plan your wedding. Like I'm happy for you, but she's really not. Yeah, and like Che Diaz marries them. Uh huh. And Che is like still like. Committed, but not really committed. And Miranda's not really feeling secure about it. So, like, Miranda misses, like, what she had with Steve. And so now she's jealous of what Steve has in his new relationship. Yeah. Though there is that one scene when, um, do you... That's, like, a quick Uh uh, tangent. Uh, That episode of it, just like that, when Steve and Carrie talk, and they actually have really good chemistry. Uh And I was like, wait, hold on. What the fuck? I'm like, could Steve and Carrie be a thing, actually? Because, <laughs> like, I think they would work. I think that Carrie is at the point in her life where I think she genuinely is just, she like... She wants a Steve. Yeah, I think she, like, wants a Steve. Like, she's, like, you know, Big was great, but then he died. And now it's, like... <laughs> I could see Carrie, like, he could just have... She could buy her shoes and she could do her writing. And he's just, like... Mm-hmm. Whenever you come home, we'll just sit down and watch TV together. Yeah. And she would like that. I want a Steve. <laughs> I mean that's that's my ideal partner's like is like listen, I'm I'm a, like I I'm gonna need we're we're gonna be there present and then we want to engage we got engaged, you know. Oh, Evan already we I showed him Steve. I'm like that's you in the future because he Steve actually looks like I think what Evan's going. Yeah, a little, little bit. Yeah, they actually like kind of look alike. I'm yeah. like that's you. That's what he does. Yes, and you know what? It's okay. You just gotta you gotta you gotta find ways to keep to keep that routine sparking. But they were talking yeah. about those fucking ice cream like trays they had going. I was like, I don't know what's wrong with this situation. <laughs> I'm like, this, this is like clutch. This like, is you bliss. Have, <laughs> you have a wonderful marriage. <laughs> what's wrong with you? <laughs> you you love this to go be with a stand up comedian? Are you kidding me? And you're fifty? <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> it's like if it's the equivalent of if she like left Steve for a DJ. Like what? <laughs> Che is giving a little bit of like John Gosling energy. Like I feel like Che is one one arm <laughs> sleeve Eddie. tattoo away from an Ed Hardy t shirt. Like, <laughs> it's just it's just a modern version. That's that's who Che is. <laughs> oh my god! Yes. Oh, ill god. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. best of luck. R.I.P. Miranda. R.I.P. Miranda's credit, actually. Best of luck to you, Meredith. <laughs> best of luck to Ash's mom, because as we all know, who is she now married to? The father of Toby. So. I know. Good. Best of luck. Best of luck. Yeah, the kind of person who produces Toby as a child is like, ugh. Mm, not good. Not great. Um, Ash's mom is giving a toast and this is when um, Craig decides that he's going to give a standing ovation along because basically uh, Ash's mom asks Ash's mom asks Ash to stand up and kind of be like oh like our family it's different but we love each other and so Craig decides to stand up along with Ash (laughs) Craig is like "Uh uh-huh family that's me and he like (laughs) 
doesn't sit down right away. And I was like, oh, he's so awkward. And then I was like, oh, fuck, he's going to give a speech. (laughs) This part is so... I hate moments like this in TV and movies, like where it's just like cringe. It's not much different than when Bradley Cooper's character, Jackson Maine, pees himself at the Grammys. It's just that kind of like... Yes. Like, I... I don't like this. Yes. Turn it off. <laughs> Very much so. Get me out of here. Get get me out of here. <laughs> Cut it out. Get me out of here. <laughs> um, but Craig decides to give an announcement that he, you know, he's not a part of the family yet. But, you know, he has an announcement that he and Ash are engaged. They're going to get and married. And while this is happening, Ash, she's like, Craig, no. Oh man. Wait, okay, did you notice that when he says that, right? So people in the audience are like, obviously the the parents and yeah. the immediate adults are all like, no. Yeah. The other adults are like, oh, I'm guessing that. the adults who don't really know them that well are like, I guess they look like they can be old enough to get married. Yay! Yeah. There's a one lady sitting down who's like, yay! And like her husband or someone takes her hand puts it down he's like shakes his head <laughs> it's like, she's fucking I, drunk as I'm, a skunk and just being just like so happy it's like the grandparent so grandma's drunk and just like this is great and the grandpa's like no, no this is no, bad no. remember that's 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 the boyfriend that got that girl pregnant and she's like oh him she's like oh yeah i forgot or he's like he's like gladys they're 16 <laughs> But I love I love moments like that in TV where it's like oh I always like to look at that background characters because uh-huh. like there's always little gems that was a nice little moment I'm just like that's perfect uh-uh. <laughs> it's very funny but that's literally me being like because yeah. I'm like oh okay and then someone's like no uh no no I would be your person who's like Lauren no this is bad <laughs> yes. don't don't condone don't support this uh-huh. <laughs> um so. We cut to Ash is freaking out. She's outside. It's a, also, by the way, it's a tented wedding. Um, for anyone that's curious, it's a tented outdoor wedding. And Ash, <laughs> Ash, Ash exits the uh, the tented area. She's freaking out. And um, <laughs> this is when Craig says, cheers to us. <laughs> it sips his champagne. He's like... I mean, this scene is very funny. He like chugs the champagne. It's like it's so uncomfortable. He's just he's he's having the time of his life, and it's like, oh <laughs> man. But Ash is obviously very upset, and at Craig, and Craig rushes after her. It's like, what's wrong? Like, I thought you said you wanted to marry you, marry me, and she's like, I changed my mind. Um, I don't want to, and I I need you to leave. Like, you need to leave now. Um, and. Craig is like, uh, you know, okay, okay, whatever, whatever. He's probably like, we'll talk about this later, hon, babe, fiance. We're gonna we're gonna chat about this later. <laughs> Pillow talk. Um, <laughs> I'm waiting for you at the hotel. Yeah. Okay. Um, but he's like, I just gotta do one thing before I leave, which is like, oh, like any. I mean, obviously, he's having his moment right now. This. Uh, you know, he's like episode. peak mania at yeah. this point. He's like not like he's just like his impulse control is non-existent. But this just remind me of like when you're out with friends and like you finally talk to your friend down of like being upset about something, so you can like go back to like having fun and being drunk again, and then like and and then 
you're like, okay, so like, can we, can we, can we go back inside? Cause you're like, obviously like, they're like chain smoking outside. They're like rambling and you're drinking and you're like, my drink is empty. Let's go back inside. Let's get another drink. It'll be fine. They're like, okay, let me just, let me just say one more thing. You're like, damn it. It's not over. Oh, this bitch so mad. So that's when I just want to take out like a spray bottle and just spray them like a cat. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but Craig just needs to say one more thing. He wants to go back inside to talk to her parents, who he believes is against him. Um, and this is when he basically is talking to, uh, Ash's, all, all the parents, all the parents that love Ashley, all the loving <laughs> environment she has. And all her loving, doting parents. Mm-hmm. Boy, meanwhile, Craig is an orphan. Right. And look at all these, all this love. No wonder Craig wants to marry into his family. He's like, you have so many parents. Let me have one. Exactly. Let me borrow one of them Let me them get one of those. <laughs> Let me just use this real quick. <laughs> um, and he's basically like, you know, accusing them about like, you know, being the thing that's causing uh, rifts between him and Ash, that it's them that are telling her not to be with him and it's all their fault and he's getting very heated and agitated and at one point the new stepfather of ash um is like what is his name i don't think we ever learned his name is this christopher i think christopher was an or is that the dad i we i think we heard his name before but i i do not know yeah um, yeah. he's basically like, listen, he's, he's pulling a snake and being like, okay, I'm new to this family. I got to step in, take charge. Yeah. He's like, I'm a parent now. He's like, Hey, Hey, hey yeah. buddy. Hey buddy. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Hey, <laughs> let, like, let's go outside. Let's, we need to leave. And so he's trying to guide him out of the tent. And this is when they have a struggle and Craig is like, no. And basically they're like, you know, kind of like pushing and shoving and struggling. And at one point, um, Craig falls back and falls onto the table and it crashes to the ground and it kind of ruins the wedding. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, there's somebody at the wedding who's like already like, so like two sheets, sheets of the wind, like so drunk. Mm-hmm. So this is happening. They're just like, they don't like, they're just like, they continue to dance. They just like, don't even care. Like yeah. there's always that one person, like there's chaos, but they just, they never sober up fast enough. Or everyone would be like, Hey guys, like party's over. And they're like, no, hey. not for me. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so we get, we cut to a scene. We're in the Degrassi gym and Radich is arriving, um, to where JT and Liberty are and you know it's the weekend because he has a hawaiian shirt and yep. shorts on yes it's very much the weekend <laughs> it's post-school hours um yeah. so he's he's sipping pina coladas apparently he's yes. going to margarita he just That's stepped off of the porn shoot he's like actually it's a full weekend <laughs> off he 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 just has to go in for this meeting and then he's like off for like happy hour yeah, he's had like this meeting. He might have had like a negotiation on his contract earlier, but it was like really like low stakes. He's mm-hmm. worked with this production company before, so he's good. Yeah. But, like, he's like, I'm gonna do this with see these kids real quick, ugh, and then like go out later. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um so JT basically makes a decision that he's gonna go along with what they had originally planned to give Radich, which was gonna go along with what he, Radich was expecting and wanting with this production. So he's singing, and this is when Liberty's like, What are you doing? Like, you know, playing and JT's like, just play along, just play the song, and Radich is feeling this song. It's fucking terrible. He loves it. <laughs> he's like, Oh, this is 
this is a this is a bop. Yeah. Um, I think he was actually kind of hoping that they would make the musical about him. But <laughs> oh yeah, he's like oh. He's like, yeah, he's like, I, I have a few notes. What if instead of like a cafeteria lady, it's a, a principal? Yeah. Maybe. Um, you know? A man's, uh, a man's non-mediocre rise to, from teacher to a school hero suggestion. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. Noodle on it a little bit. Get back to me with some edits. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> um, but Liberty's kind of fed up with it and she eventually starts singing over JT with the new version that basically disses radishes and radish um, as a school leader and as an authority figure. Of course, Radish is very annoyed and angry and he decides to give them detention as well as the assignment to rewrite the musical with amendments yep. or what did you say? What's the um, I don't, I, I, uh, the rewrite or whatever? Yeah, but they have to like they can't they can't produce what they what they presented to him. Yes. Also, they're going to detention. Mm-hmm. Um, we get back to the wedding, and uh, Ashley is crying outside. Um, and her phone, <laughs> her Nokia clear fucking old school brick of a cell phone is ringing off the hook and um it's craig who's calling her repeatedly from a payphone and ash is crying craig is crying and craig upset by her not picking up is all of a sudden like banging the phone like hitting the glass like of the phone booth and just like really 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 freaking out um we get to joey's house and uh, Caitlin and Angie. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. Usually it's the S names that throw me off, but it's the A names. Um, yeah. And they're both at the house, and Craig shows up, um, and they're like, "Craig, what are you doing here? Joey's been looking for you." Um, and Craig shows up to give something to Ange, which is a note for Ash. Um. And uh, he goes upstairs to basically change and kind of like get himself together. So we cut to back to the wedding and Joey shows up um, at the wedding looking for Craig. And this is when they go. He's with Ash's parents and they go up to Ash. Joey, Ash's parents walk up to Ash and it's like, where's Craig? Joey's looking for him. Um, And Ash is like, I don't know, like... Things are not good. <laughs> She's like, do you not see my mascara is running down my eyes, guys? I am not having a good time. Exactly. It's like, they're like, neither are we. We're all stressed. Yes. <laughs> um, and this is when Joey's like, listen, I fucking, <laughs> you can say fucking, but like, I know about the hotel and the $4,000 worth of damages that you guys did. And <laughs> Ash's parents are like, hotel room? Like, oh, no. And Ash is like, great. They all know, <laughs> they all know I got banged last night. Perfect. Lovely. Like, um, <laughs> Ashley's not having a good day. She's like, this is the worst day ever. Yeah. And she basically is like, I don't know. I wasn't, I, I wasn't with him at the hotel last night, but that's probably, he probably trashed it last night after he proposed. And then Joey's like, proposal? Like, it's, it's just a lot. 
this this scene is just people learning things about everyone and just be like, I am shocked. Uh-huh. What is happening? Uh-huh. I think he says it. He's like, I don't know my son. Yeah, he's like, very what's much happening like, to my son. Yeah, every it, he's like, Snake was right. He really, he was, really was right. <laughs> um. So we get back to Joey's house and Craig come down st- comes downstairs. He just changed his clothes and he hands um a check for three thousand dollars to Caitlin, um, and which and he also gives back the credit card. And and Craig is like, Oh, Caitlin's like, hey, you know, like what's going on? Like we know that you stole Joey's credit card. <laughs> Craig very nonchalantly is just like yeah, yeah, yeah. I here's a check for three thousand dollars in the card back. Like, get over it. Don't have a cow. Like, it's very. Which I'm like, okay, so you have three thousand dollars. Why did you take the credit card? You had money. Exactly. I guess he probably was like he originally wanted the card for the hotel. I guess, and then he was like, uh, well, she, now that I have, you have it, to, like put. <laughs> Yeah, you had to put down a card, but then like they'll put charges. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess he could have. He could have thought because typically it's like. But then he's not to pay for the room, so like, why don't you just? I don't know. But I mean, he's also like not like opera. He's not like yeah. He's not behaving rationally. Clearly, yeah. yeah. So like, okay, fair. Um, but he's obviously in like a very decent mood, a good mood, to, you know, for what everything that's happens. Which is confusing because I feel like in this description, it was like now Craig's in a deep depression, and I'm like, no. he doesn't really seem depressed. I think he still seems manic pretty manic in my, in my I mean, I'm not a mental health professional right. and I know that like bipolar disorders oftentimes like characterized like ups and downs mm-hmm. he still seems pretty up but just like manic doesn't necessarily mean like I'm happy I'm making plans it also can be like really agitated yes. very, like, I feel like if anything he's just agitated but he's not yeah. like depressed necessarily like I wouldn't I don't see that but again I'm not a mental health professional. Yeah. And I'd love to hear if anybody is to weigh in in what you think their portrayal of like bipolar disorder yeah. was. Because I genuinely don't know. Yeah, I would. I definitely agree with that. I do know that um, at least with this specific episode, I remember um, the actor that portrayed Craig uh, talked about how they basically had met with um, mental health professionals in preparation for uh. this episode. Um, obviously it's still a dramatic portrayal of someone with bipolar disorder, but they did, they were kind of doing the research and going Mm. through this, um, to kind of get that. But I think also to your point, I think that they were trying to maybe demonstrate the back and forth of bipolar in a, in a short show time even though maybe it's not fully accurate. You know what I mean? Right. So we get to... Sorry. We're at the house, and this is when Joey shows up, and he is pissed. And he's confronting Craig about, like, listen, like, something, like, we need to talk, like, something's not okay. (laughs) Like, he's not just, like, angry about, like... The card. It was like he's like, listen, what's going on? We need to talk. Craig is like, listen, I don't want to hear it. I need to go. I need to go see the love of my life. I got things to do, people to see. 
And this is when Joey says, you know, like, no, you need to stay here. There's something not right with you. Um, Mm -hmm. And this really, like, hits uh, Craig differently. And basically, uh, Craig is like, goes off on him and they start fighting. And yeah, uh, I forgot how much this fight escalated yeah eventually because it's like full-on he's on top of him like punching and punching him in the face yeah and angie's there and she's like screaming and it's very like oh goodness this is a lot yeah it is um and so everyone's screaming and no one can basically like get to craig like in his mind so that he can stop and like he's because he's blacking out right now um this is when ash shows up and she's like craig craig stop like what are you doing and this is when craig once he he realizes it's ash he immediately stops and calms down and like gets off of joey and is like oh hi like hi i missed you so much like complete like 360 like or 180 (laughs) math is hard Mm -hmm. um (laughs) and uh you know he ash helps him calm down and he's kind of sitting there and this is when craig kind of sees joey get up off the floor and he's just kind of like becoming like aware of things and i think this is kind of the moment where i'm thinking like okay they needed to like dramatically for the show like need to like wrap up a storyline in a bit they're gonna i'm um, there obviously it's a continuing storyline but they need to like right finish it for this episode but it's kind of the moment where like craig is realizing okay this is not me like i'm i'm witnessing and seeing my actions now um uh-huh yeah he has a guy gets a moment of clarity uh-huh um and this is this is basically when they all agree that he needs to get help and they're they're kind of repeating mm-hmm. that like like craig you need help like we need to get you some help um which i thought was good that was kind of like everyone was kind of saying it in the background um yeah but i like that yeah <clears throat> yeah he has a good um i mean i think craig still has a really good support system people who care about him and mm-hmm. who genuinely want to see him succeed in life yes um Next, we have my uh, least favorite scene. (laughs) 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 Um, We're (laughs) we're in detention with JT and Liberty. And uh, again, because I think I think also what I don't like about it. I have I have said this before. I'll say it again. I am Liberty. And um, I think I don't like that Liberty all of a sudden was like being like meek and then that was that's what made her like attractive to jt in a way that's a good point that i mean like yeah like i think that's that's very valid yeah i'm all i'm also the way her libertiness to justify my feelings (laughs) (laughs) um but basically uh, you know liberty's they're talking about like oh like you know i can't believe we're in detention for this and liberty's like oh i can't believe like you're in detention it's my fault like i should have it should just been me not you and jt at one point what did he he says like oh it was rebellious of you or like it's really 
um like he basically is like commending her for like doing something that he wasn't expecting of her yeah um and and then she's at one point she's like oh and i have another thing i'm gonna do or like unexpected <laughs> <laughs> oh are you like unexpected tiger <laughs> god oh. <laughs> i hate it i hate it so much she kisses jt on the lips and she's like oh my gosh i've been crushing on you for four years and he decides to return the favor and kisses her back and i'm like ew like <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm sorry um, it's just not i funny. mean it's also I think it's also because they're two characters who are just like I don't know how to describe them. It's like they're unfortunately for them, and this isn't like an insult on like their looks mm-hmm. or anything. Everybody else in their cohort has had like this transformation. And I feel like they haven't, so it's like it's it feels like they don't look that much different than when they were younger, that it's kinda like I don't want to watch. Yeah, like thirteen-year-olds making out. Yeah, that's I think that's what it is. Like it's very much. I think it's like they still seem very much like their old selves. And it's like uh-huh. okay, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I, I, that's that's puts it very perfectly. I just can't see them as like I don't know. But then also, I feel like they're the most like relatable like teen couple because that's like what teens look like in high school, like. <laughs> They're, yeah. they're fucking awkward looking, you know. Yeah, they are. So, they're they're both pretty awkward looking. I'll say that, and I, and that's not to say like they're ugly. I think it's just more like uh, they're just kind of you know. I I really hate that. Um, I think it's the curse of being a black girl on a television uh-huh. show full of white people. Her hair uh-huh. is just like it. It's like why like she has you know. I think the actress is biracial. Mm-hmm. But they do. They're doing this thing. She has like I see her curls are kind of similar to yours, like a similar texture hair. Not. But then they have her straightening the front <laughs> to like give her bangs. But the rest is cr- like, why would you do that? It just makes her hair look really damaged. Yeah, and I wish they would just let her wear her curls in their full like glory. Yeah, I think I think it looks so cute. Yeah, it's it's very much that because I'm just like, oh, because that was me in high school where I'm like, I don't know how to style my hair either. But like, I also would never just put those. They're trying to do the tendrils. They're trying to do the little like spaghetti thin like tendrils, and it's not working. Our hair doesn't it's do not that. Uh-uh, uh-uh. And also, Lauren, I'll give you this. Like, yeah, like you're like okay, I didn't know how to style my hair, but you, it still looked fine. It was like in a bun. Yeah, yeah. It was like slicked back and stuff, so like it looked fine. I almost say just like slicked her hair back completely and just done that, as opposed to like trying to give her a little bang, yeah. a little bang moment. Like just keep it pulled back. Yeah, justice for liberty. I know. Um, okay, so we get our final scene. It's at the hospital, and it's with Craig in the bed this time. And Ash is visiting him, and Craig is kind of talking about, you know, how uh, he still isn't sleeping, but you know, uh-huh. he, but now he's you know he's written. A lot of song, mo- the more songs he has in a while, and um, and he's just kind of talking about the reality of his diagnosis of bipolar disorder, and um, and 
what that gravity is feeling like. And at one point he's like, I just can't believe I'm going to be managing this for the rest of my life, which I just feel like, cause that's, I mean, I don't know, obviously with more talk about mental health, like that's right. Like it's not something that just like disappears, but I, I, I just think that it was so, I, I can't believe that they had that line in this episode about that. Like it was the, the little points that they had in this episode two-parter of just kind of like little moments I thought were like done very strategically and done well. And I like that line. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, bipolar disorder, any mental health issue is it's a chronic illness like any other. Yeah. I think I, I've had this conversation with my mom because she comes from a different generation and culture where, like, mm-hmm. they don't really get mental health. And we were talking about someone we knew who was, like, um, suffering from some issues. And, like, she's like, oh, why don't they just go to therapy and they'll cure them? I'm like, that's not how it works. Like, if only. They'll – yeah, if only. Like, they, they're going to – it's like – I was like, it's just like diabetes or something mm-hmm. or, like, any other, you, have to you know, it. asthma or, like, lupus or something. It's like, you have to manage it. Like, you're going to have to deal with this your whole life. A lot of that's that's where a lot of the struggle is, is that you have to deal with it your whole life. But it doesn't mean that you can't deal with it and that, like you can't learn to manage it and and still be happy and and live a full life. But it's something you're going to have to deal with. Yeah. Indefinitely. Yeah. And, you know, I like that, you know, you mentioned earlier, like Craig has a good support system. Like Ash is there. Um, yeah. I like that they included, which is like. I don't know how accurate that would be for like reality, like teen relationship, but I like that they had that kind of like, because it is a scripted show, they're like, we're going to give him a happy ending in this moment, you know? Yeah. But at least their happy ending is um, to that point. It's not like, hey, I have bipolar disorder, but now I have these pills and I'm going to be fine. Uh-huh. It's like, it's more like, it's nice that the, that the, that the way it's buttoned up is like, he has somebody who cares about him. Who's like. You know, and he, and it, it, it's something he's, yeah. And he says like, oh, I don't want to be like the sick guy. I don't want to be like, you know, and she's like, you know, I love you and I'm here for you. And the happy ending is kind of just like that, the the little steps towards support and just yes. like at the very least having community, which I think is so much shows how much the show has evolved yes. and just like trying to be like, like Caitlin, her epilepsy and then we never <laughs> hear about it again. It's just like, I have epilepsy, but epilepsy doesn't have me. And that's the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah i i think like rewatching it i was like oh shit like this like this episode ages extremely well like and yeah i would say and like is very much ahead of its time like obviously they're still portraying like a me- like a mental health disorder that is portrayed that the actor does not actually have so there's uh, that that's just the reality but i think the way that they're talking about it and kind of like i don't know just like yeah they're in a supportive like kind of a in a, in a supportive way and being yeah and in yeah. a sympathetic way it's not like uh-huh. even even when like craig is being drawn parallels with his dad it's not like we're supposed to see him like his dad yeah if anything, it kind of explains, like, okay, well, you know, mental illness sometimes is hereditary. So maybe mm-hmm. his dad was bipolar and undiagnosed. But, like, Craig has, like, a, there's a hope spot because whereas yes. the dad was violent and then never got help and just continued to be violent. It's like Craig was violent, but he also recognized that he needs help and yes. got help. So it's, like, it's a nice kind of, like, hey, you know, 
not you know I think because like the stigma with mental illness mm-hmm. is like so strong. I think especially with disorders like bipolar disorder, I think like there is that inclination to just be like, oh, he's crazy. Oh, he's dangerous. And it's like, yeah, he was dangerous in that moment, but it's not because he's a bad person. And it's not because he should be shunned. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that he should be shunned. It means that he like he can be helped and he's not, he's not, he's still Craig, right? Yeah. We still, he's still a character that like, I think generally is liked and it's like, he's still Craig. He just, you know, exactly. has this you know, this thing that he has to deal with. Yeah. And I like that a lot. Yeah. It was done well, especially for the time. Yeah, well. I think so, so well for the time. I think it's so important for a show that's geared towards young people to kind of, I think, to lead with empathy. Yes. I think that Degrassi, like, isn't perfect, but when they do something, like, when they, I think you can tell that, in moments like this that the people writing this episode cared to like try their best and it, it didn't feel like just like a and that it was that the the bipolar storyline was a a core member of the cast and not just like a uh-huh. side character it was like someone who like we actually have grown to know yeah and okay i've asked this before do you think that and i i i felt like you know it's kind of like how remember when we watched the degrassi reunion mm-hmm. and they were saying like we didn't know that marco would be gay but then it kind of just kind of and that you know adama ruggiero didn't yeah. know that he was gay we didn't know he was gay but kind of these things just fell together do you think that they were kind of setting the stage for craig's bipolar disorder through like past actions that were kind of like impulsive like when he got the money and he bought the expensive uh-huh. guitar, like those was that supposed like? Um, I I think. Do you think? <coughs> I I think this because when was that? That was the end of last season or this season? Maybe. I think that was this season. Yeah, so I think this season. So I, I think know. they were. Yeah, but I think I mean I think back at like I think that they were setting up like Craig to be like Craig's gonna have some fucking issues because of like wh- what do they call it like the the check <laughs> the checklist for like trauma oh the ace the aces test yes like he's he's checking a lot of boxes he's got a high score um oh yeah and he's going because of that he's gonna have to deal with with a lot of things especially in like in in this time of his life so i think this season they're like okay we're gonna set him up for this specific thing to deal with but i mean like you think about like when dove was it yeah, when doves cry, when he like Sean had to save him from jumping in front of the train, like yeah, you know, like he's his mental health, like uh, well and well being has been questionable. I think and so. I think, but this, I think this season, they're like, okay, this is what we're going to be doing. Yeah, that I definitely agree. I think definitely this season four. They they knew it and they were kind of trying to hint at it or like that there's something up, mm-hmm. but not fully explicitly say it. But you're right, like it's definitely like his his mental health and well being has been a part of his character from like the very beginning. Yeah, it has to be like you can't you can't have a, a character like Craig who like when we meet him is like boom abusive dad also like mm-hmm. you know trying to like find a way to insert himself in this family that he actually wants like you can't act like there isn't going to be some stuff that's going to happen to him that's related to it yeah very yeah. much so definitely with some of the one of the best like most well-rounded characters I of agree. the show you can tell that the writers really like the character because they give him and also they give him the most interesting storylines honestly he can he can hold it up like he's one of the best mm-hmm. actors 
like of his age at this in the show like he can yeah. withstand it and like hold up to he it. can carry it mm-hmm. yeah he can carry an episode like this um uh, so on that note what was the song that you chose for voices carry parts one and two um i chose um a song uh just because it's it's ash and and craig so i had to pick i feel like i had to pick a rock adjacent song um but then also you know the side the different sides that we're seeing of craig and so i chose mr brightside by the killers Ooh. okay that's a good one um i chose this one's like not as famous of a song but it's called hardwire by um a band called metric it's a Canadian indie band. And I think because of that song at the end of part one at the club mm-hmm. kind of reminded me of it. And I was like, ooh, I want to kick something that's a little bit like kind of dark and like a little broody. So I chose that. Um, as you know, you can find these songs. I need to update Spotify, guys. I'm so bad. But um, <laughs> on Spotify and Apple Music, you'll have our playlists for the unofficial Degrassi, the next generation playlist seasons one through four. Um, next week, we will be back for. Oh, it's a singlet. Oh, God, I hate this episode. No, I'm All right. It's a, sing- it's a singlet episode. It's episode 13, Bark at the Moon. I, this is like such a throwaway, considering this is the episode that's in between Voices Carrie and Secret, which are two really good episodes. Oh. I hate this episode. <laughs> Bark at the Moon, synopsis. Manny's attracted to Chester. Oh, God. No, Remember Chester? No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, dear God. Manny's attracted to Chester. <laughs> Manny's attracted to Chester, a new guy at school, and soon wonders if Spinner is the right guy for her. Meanwhile, Paige tries to get partnered up with Mr. Oleander, and it seems he's also interested in her. Oh, fuck. This episode marks the final appearance of Dan Woods as Daniel Radich. Oh. Mr. Radich's last ep. Shit. I did Damn, not... his last episode was in this doo episode. They, I mean, justice for Mr. Raditz. Jesus. I know. I, I'm so surprised. Like, I really thought, like, he was on the show for much longer than that. Before. I knew I knew he was leaving soon. Because, like, he. Yeah. I think he gets fired. Yeah. Because, yeah. They're like, yeah, shooting, shooting happened. Yeah. Get the fuck out of this. That's true. suck. Damn. Yeah. He's like, listen. So, I, he has to go. I got I got lots of like um zaddy porn content to shoot. Like I'll be fine. He's like, I'll be fine. These bills will be paid, mm-hmm, okay, honey? Mm-hmm. Um, but guys, keep listening. Please, I'd love to hear your opinions about this episode. Yes. Um, like I said, if you if you I mean, I don't wanna dis- if anyone no one has to disclose their like no, yeah. mental health or anything. We'll but if you know something if you Yeah, if you know something about mental illnesses or mental health, what do you think? about this episode you don't have to be an expert as a regular person like as an average civilian like what's your opinion about this episode because i think whenever degrassi tries to handle these big these more sensitive topics i like to you know we might think it was handled well someone might be like actually this is so inaccurate and actually really terrible and here's why Mm -hmm. and i'd love to hear that opinion yes me too. so hit us up on instagram at ews pod and let us know what you think um we also have a lot of shout outs we still need to do, but we'll yes. get back. We'll, we'll get back into we'll, it. We'll get week. it with next week because next week is the singlet 
dummy episode. So we'll be, we'll we'll be chit-chatting with you a lot next week and at the top of the episode. God, I could see Bark at the Moon being like, what's like the, um, uh, the junior three. high Christmas episode? Yeah, we're like <laughs> hardly talk about the episode. It's just, it's just a bunch of other things. Like, I don't want to talk about it. But um, do you have anything else you want to add? Nope. Um, yep, we're going to can't uh, like to, next week is literally going to be a nice chit chat little catch up with you all so if you want to catch up with us and um send us a dm write us a review this next week is the week to do it because we gonna be paying the fuck attention out of that so yeah um we absolutely will not be watching that episode i'll be able to be watching it but like I just thought Chester, and I'm just like, uh, God, and, uh, Poor it's Manny. a dance episode. Too. She's really, she's yeah, in between like, Spinner and Chester. It's like, oof. Yeah, Manny is floundering. Yeah. Get my girl back in there. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, if there's nothing else to add, thank you so much for listening. And as always, we'll catch you later, Broomheads. Bye, Broomheads.